12 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the Shop Stewart's Corner here on Metro FM Talk. We bring it to you every Monday, taking a look at uh, the latest happenings and developments in the lives of working people. And uh, this evening is certainly no different. Uh, um, I guess preoccupied as all of us are uh, with the uh, vaccine rollout and uh, some of the debates around that. Now, we do know that uh, frontline healthcare workers will be uh, one of the, the um, I guess, first groups to uh, benefit from this vaccine. And uh, the National Education, Health and Allied Workers Union said it appreciates the transparency with which the COVID-19 pandemic and, and the vaccination program has been handled by the government. And they're also calling on the government to refrain from just looking towards uh, the West and uh, to European manufacturers and also consider many of those in the East and uh, some of the uh, Cuban innovations that have happened on the score. Zola Sapeta joins me now on the line as the General Secretary of Nahau. Um, Klegas, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, Aya, and to the listeners. Uh, GS, let's maybe start off here. I mean, uh, you know, I think that there's been quite a bit of information during the rounds of late. And uh, uh, just before we went on air, I was going through uh, one, one of the tweets and uh, uh, I guess it seems at some point it was unclear during the course of the day, whether or not workers would get the AstraZeneca Oxford, uh, you know, vaccine or get the J&J vaccine. Um, and uh, also, I guess, um, within the subset of healthcare workers, which healthcare workers would be prioritized vis-a-vis maybe those that might find themselves at the tail end of the queue? Are you any clearer about some of these issues? Yeah, um, we must indicate that the difference from the issues of PPEs on the vaccine who have been brought on board at the early stage so we have been participating in the formulation of framework program, which uh, include the, the 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 vaccination through the program. So we have been part, we have been a part also in terms of identifying uh, what we mean when we talk about healthcare workers and what are we prioritizing against the 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 one million that was to receive the first vaccination on the 10th February and the the 500 to come. Uh, in, 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 in March. So we're clear on those issues. But uh, sadly, the fact that uh, frontline workers or healthcare workers, they were looking forward to, to be vaccinated as from the 10th February as promised in terms of the plan, but they got disappointed with the announcement made yesterday. And you remember that we spent time in December and January persuading them amidst the distortion about the, the vaccine because some believed that there's no use to be vaccinated because they have information that if you do so, you might be converted to be a baboon from a human to be a baboon, all that sort of stuff. So we've gone through mm-hmm. persuading them. And when they were ready to do that, boom, the bomb, as well as dropped last night with the announcement. So there's a general uh, disappointment and anxiety that really will take us back now in terms of convincing members to be ready again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and what do you think contributes to the confusion? I mean, the, there's two issues. On the one hand, um, you know, is this debate around the efficacy of this in response to the South African discovered variant of COVID-19, the 501, and I uh, forget all of the other uh, sort of letters of the alphabet that follow that. Um, is that the issue or is the issue the uncertainty around the distribution mechanisms, how this is going to get to the front line? Uh, which is largely, you know, in our communities uh, and where people are. Um, and, and, of course, the role, I guess, of the provincial uh, uh, administrations in achieving that. Where, where do you seem to think the anxiety for many of your members is coming from? Yeah, firstly, let's, we want to applaud government for that announcement yesterday because they've showed a, 
experience and also the that announcement was more on the uh, responding to the expectations of South Africans. But here's the confusion. There's a lack of adequate and accurate information as it relates firstly with the nature and the person the pattern of the virus that were confronted with. And that thing was complicated more by the new variant because even frontline workers and healthcare workers in general have never been clarified or taught in a manner that they understand what kind of an animal that we're dealing with. So that's the first issue. The second issue is a lack of information also on the vaccine, <laughs> particularly is it, what is it that the vaccine does to a human being vis-a-vis prevention and the, and the chore. So, so, so those two, they've been lacking. So now the issue of the fact that people who have been promised to be vaccinated all of a sudden, they will not. It creates more problems because you go to this stage of the, of the virus, there are a lot of contestation. We are clarified. You go to the sure. next one, a lot of contestation. At the end, when everything else you think that is, is done, and we are told that nothing that will be done. So that's mm-hmm. what really the issue is. For instance, there's no big issue with that announcement, but because <clears throat> it found people who are lacking information, and therefore because of uh, the legal information that they have, they look everything based on that information against what, the, what will be the developments coming around. Mm-hmm. Which vaccine are your members going to get? AstraZeneca mm-hmm. or J&J? Look, <clears throat> Let me clarify what is happening with AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca, because you remember uh, that uh, it has been discovered almost at the same time when the new variant uh, mm. that was discovered in Nelson Mandela Metro in particular um, <clears throat> was uh, was done. So at a time when the the vaccine was completed, tested, approved for vaccination, it did not take into account what now is known in the world, South African variant, which in mm. our own country we understand it is a, is a new variant. You know, <clears throat> uh, yeah. you know, um, 501, 501 yeah, V2, yeah. yeah. mm. which is a mm. new variant. So that's where the issue has been uh, <clears throat> in terms of uh, uh, this issue. So the, the, the AstraZeneca, it was meant to deal with a normal and the in the form mm. of a virus that we dealt with when we were mm. under <clears throat> a phase one or a wave one, you know? Sure. Now, it didn't take account of the second wave. So, <clears throat> mm. so when it comes, it, 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 then it finds this difficulty. And, and, and this difficulty was not explained because South Africans, in fact, few of South Africans will know the difference between what, was a, what now is understood as B1 a one three two two two, you know, there's a virus as a V fifty one V two. So so there is never even not only public but a sector. So that's where the problem has been. So so it it does work to the earlier form of a a virus, but it doesn't work to the latest complication of the virus. So so that's what is happening. So, so, so it can come and work, mm. but also Pfizer wanted, but Johnson and Johnson wanted, but there are other vaccines that need to be brought in South Africa that have been tested in mm. Russia and Cuba. For instance, Cuba will have three different forms of vaccine to date. Mm. Imagine, yes, before we go to Havana, even, see, yeah. Havana, 
We're going to get yeah. to Havana and what's happening at St. Petersburg and, you know, you're elsewhere. But, yeah. but, but I come back to the question I posed because I, I, okay. I'm asking, are, are you clear about which vaccine? It might be Pfizer. It might be the one from the Gamaleya one Institute in Russia. It might be AstraZeneca. It might be, yeah. you know, J&J. &J. Are you clear for your we're member clear. who we're, is... We're clear. Yeah, Remember, for your members in Grey Hospital somewhere in King Williamstown, do you, you know clear. which vaccine your members are going to get? We are clear. Currently, no vaccine is going to be used because AstraZeneca is being put on hold. And the minister, together with the government, they are looking to secure uh, Johnson & Johnson within a week to four, week, four weeks to come. So once they get that and scientists are, co are completing the work on the Astras, and I would be clear in terms of which one. But for now, there is no vaccine that we use as, as from the 10th as was initially planned because of this development mm -hmm. as it relates to AstraZeneca. But also waiting for, for South Africa to receive Johnson & Johnson. But once we get Johnson & Johnson, because it has been tested and South Africa has, pre mm -hmm. has prepared itself to look at it, then when it comes, we roll it out. Okay? So, so, so your members effectively are going to wait and anticipate the rollout of the J&J &J vaccine. That's what is going to be happening now, because a, a, the AstraZeneca is put on hold until scientists okay. complete their work. And we're not sure in terms of how long the scientists will take in terms of looking into what is it that can be added on what is mm. prevailing now, which is AstraZeneca. Okay. Let, let, okay. Let's go to the Cuban to, uh, to the Cuban example you were making. I mean, I'm quite interested. Uh, you have suggested elsewhere that many of your comrades in you know the international trade union movement uh, elsewhere are beginning to say, look, there are other places where your government could be thinking about getting some of these vaccines, and not just in the traditional areas in the West and in Europe. What's happening in Cuba? Uh, firstly, I must clarify, as, as you call me the GS of now, I must also indicate I'm the General Secretary of Public Service workers across the world through um, International Trade Union for Public Service mm. and alike. Okay. So I okay. talk to uh, workers, public servants in all corners of this, of this world, time to time. Mm. We've been in touch, as you remember, we've been releasing statements as early as May last year about for South Africa following what uh, the developments in Cuba and how Cuba has managed is the, the, the number of the infections and how it responded to the, to the dead, you know, fatalities in, mm. in that country. And in that process, <clears throat> we're not necessarily having a vaccine to deal with this. They've developed, I just forgot the name now, they've developed it now as it, as it is, as they are responding to uh, people who contracted the vaccine and the, the virus, but also they're in the process of completing two, which now is to be uh, tested and approved, so that by April, Cuba will have three different vaccines that respond to this. So that's yes, a yes, development still, yeah. in Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. And then, I mean, you know, when we look at the Cuban experience, uh, one would think that we already have many of you know, the uh, internationalists uh, from Cuba who are working as health workers in South Africa. Um, one would think that, of course, the, you know, these vaccines ideally would also follow some of the personnel who have been deployed by Cuba. 
uh, to South Africa, um, but seemingly not. I mean, certainly from the experience. What do you think accounts for that? Um, that yeah. we, on the one yeah. hand, are willing to take personnel, but we can't necessarily, I guess, be, be as uh, receptive of some of the uh, medical advances that have happened in that island nation. The, the, the big problem between South Africa and Cuban system, health system is that uh, the Cuban health system is preventative in nature. South Africa is, is, a, is a choring kind of a system. So South Africa says, get sick first, we'll, sick, we'll sort we'll fix your, your, your sickness. Cuba says, don't get sick. We must protect you from that. So you understand the logic and the logic of uh, those two different systems and the application, therefore, because application and the logic ought to complement sure. each other. So, so Cuba sure. is in the sure. most advanced health system which, which as part of the national health insurance as we are introducing in South Africa, we are making a call of integrating the component primary health care, which is a preventative kind of a system. So in South Africa, we are open to, to get sick. Then we did to struggle to sort you out in terms of the, the sickness, which is not a good system that we should have a society. Mm, mm, mm. What's happening in Russia? Uh, because I guess the, the suggestion is that, you know, if we're not to look west or, or to the European neck of the woods, uh, that yeah. we must also consider some of the um, news that has come out of Russia about the efficacy of some of the vaccines that have been developed there. Well, what do you think accounts for the reluctance, I guess, uh, here in South Africa for the likes the, of the you know, Sapra and others to, to consider them? Uh, uh, Russia has uh, <clears throat> produced the vaccine, but it has not undergone the process of uh, clinical analysis which will give you a data, okay. the level of the information that you need. It produced it, and it took it to people, mm. and it tested. So South Africa, because everything and anything in South Africa ought to be regulated. So if there will be no data, there will be no clinical analysis, it will not be regarded as something that must be used for a human being. <laughs> so that's a difference. Okay, all right. Now... I mean, I guess th th there's the other dimension, and uh, I want us to shift slightly from, from the healthcare response because uh, I, I think certainly some of the curiosities that I had uh, are well covered uh, uh, by uh, some of the responses that you've given us. Just before we let you go, uh, GS, um, we've got the State of the Nation address coming up on, on Thursday, and uh, one would assume, I guess, within close proximity to that would be the national budget. Now, there was, um, I guess, a judgment in the courts towards the tail end of last year, 15th December, that uh, you, as other, I guess, alongside some of your other comrades and colleagues, are going to be appealing. Well, yeah. What is your, I guess, you know, comment um, in light of some of these milestones that are, are likely to come, both the SONA and the budget, um, around the resolution of this question? And are you still open, I guess, to finding some resolution uh, outside of the courts for this particular matter? It's a pity that we will find ourselves in court on the bargaining issue because bargaining issues cannot be fought through courts. They are fought on the street. We have to use our labor power to change things. But unfortunately, we were dragged into court, so that's why we were at court. But uh, we still adamant and convinced by now that court is not an appropriate platform. We have to find ways. Second, we are not expecting anything new or different from what Ramaphosa is going to be saying. We've been talking to him. He always referred us to high-level leadership as if we are not a leadership and we don't know beyond us who's the high-level high level leadership. When there's Neha Kosat went to meet with him, there's nothing that is going to happen. 
And if there's nothing, a political will from the political head of this country, Tito, as a bully, will not say anything. Rather, Tito will pursue in this financial in, in this budget speech the, the suspension of a salary increase in the next three to four years. So that's what we know. So we're not expecting anything new from them, other than expecting workers to come together more united and get into a, to venture into a struggle. On the street, if we were to change policies, we need a class struggle that would really have policies of our choice. But now, under this neoliberal, nothing. So, so your expectation is that, you know, the Treasury will hold the line on public sector wage increases, freezing those effectively for the medium-term expenditure period. And I guess, as many people have suggested, responding to some of the calls that have come from a wide array of people, I mean, be it the World Bank, the ratings agencies, and whomever. Uh, and you're saying that your response uh, will be to try and win this on the streets. Um, and, and I'm quite interested, I guess, in, in, in hearing that out. Because remember, I mean, we're in a local government election year. Um, yeah. And ordinarily, you know, as, a, as a, a union within the federation that is allied to yeah. the governing party, the ANC, you would ordinarily encourage South Africans, least of all your members, to go and vote for the ANC. It sounds yeah. like you're suggesting that your action will include not necessarily doing that this time around. We have taken a decision in our second highest biggest uh, structural arrangement of the union, which is the Central Executive Committee, the second biggest after the Congress, that um, mm. will uh, support the ANC by saying so, encourage individuals who are members to exercise their right. But as now, as, as a legal entity, we, we, are, we have stopped and we will not use our resources, both material and the human resource, in campaigning for the ANC. So we are not going to have a program now to campaign for the mm. union. That's our position, and we are to take our position to the Central Executive Committee of COSATU in February, mm. and it will be engaged as COSATU will be uh, preparing for elections because we have that decision, and they will have to publicize that decision. As things stand, as I'm talking to you, there will be no cent that will go out of Nehau account to support the ANC. No T-shirt will be doing that. We'll be producing no transport, no campaign, nothing. Sola Sapeta, uh, General Secretary of Nehau, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, sir. That there was uh, the General Secretary of the National Education, Health and Allied Workers Union, Sola Sapeta, saying, Tepos Valiwe for the ANC when it comes to uh, campaigning this time around. And I guess, though, you know, it's COVID, you, you're probably not expecting people to be bussed out to rallies. Uh, to try and canvas support but um, i guess the message is um, sort of no less bitter one would think uh, for uh, the african national congress